Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. I am super excited about today's topic, which is three practical life transferring activities. We're going to be doing some demonstrations and it's going to give you enough tools to just get you started right away. You can do it today, prepare it and present it to the child and they will be on their way. So you will see immediate success. I want to invite you if you are watching in the Natural Homeschool Facebook page and you are not part of a Montessori group, you are more than welcome to join our Facebook group called the Montessori Way Prep Room. If you're already there, welcome, and I'm so glad that you're there uh, because I share more tips and uh, lesson ideas and things like that. And if you are a homeschooler, whether you are new or seasoned, Montessori or not, just homeschoolers in general, you're welcome to join our Facebook group called the Natural Homeschool Community. And that way uh, we can communicate and um, talk about all things homeschool. So anyway, welcome everybody, and I'm going to get started with our presentation. I'm going to be starting with a quote by Maria Montessori. And her quote says, the environment should not, re oh, sorry, I'll start again. The environment should reveal the child, not mold him. I will say it again. The environment should reveal the child, not mold them. So as you prepare your environment, the way that you follow the sensitive periods for your child or the children that you're working with, then that will bring the best out of them. So today we're talking about three practical life transferring activities. The practical life Montessori subject is one of my favorite ones, and it's very unique to the Montessori philosophy. I love it because it incorporates real life activities, which bring confidence, self-esteem, and independence in the child. And like I have said before in the workshop a few weeks ago, practical life activities are the ones that bring the fastest tangible transformation in a child from dependence to independence. So if you want a child to gain independence, to gain confidence, to gain self-esteem, then you want to start with practical life activities. So let's get started. This is not the way that you will be uh, demonstrating or presenting the work to a child. I just put it all in a tray for you to see the, the differences in all the different materials. So a transferring activity is an activity where a child will use either a tool or their hand as a tool to transfer an object from one container to another. And right now we're going to be talking about dry materials, not liquid. So today we will be talking about three different ones. When you are presenting a transfer activity to a child, you will need a tray, a wooden tray, kind of like this one. You will have a wooden tray. You will have two bowls. You can have plastic bowls or glass bowls. I like pretty ornate um, bowls. You can also have trays like this uh, that are glass or acrylic or whatever material you prefer. There are some bamboo ones that are beautiful that we have used in our home. Wooden ones that are hand carved. You can choose, you can decide whichever bowls you want, but you will need to. One, that will contain the material and one where the material will be transferred to, okay? So I am showing you right now the tray that I put together. 
And this tray has different materials that you can use for the transferring activity. I have mini erasers here. They look like this. They're really small and they are a little flat. So they're a little more complicated to pick up sometimes depending on the position of the eraser. These are mini erasers and they are super inexpensive at like dollar stores or sometimes Target has some of these in their dollar section. Um, the breakfast cereal, very popular. I want you to start using these if you are working on this activity with a very young child. You can start this at around two or so, depending on what the tool will be. It's easier for the child to use hand as a tool and then move on to external tools, which we will be talking about later. The reason why I suggest you starting with the breakfast cereal is because, or, or anything that is edible, is because these have to be small enough objects for a child to transfer. And sometimes they can run the risk of being choking hazards. So number one, you have to set yourself up for success by always supervising this activity. And number two, set your child up for success, not necessarily in that order, they're equally important. Uh, you always have to supervise and you always have to make sure that the child is safe um, and that they are able to do the activity in the right way. The breakfast cereal has enough grip for a child to use the pincer grip and uh, transfer it from one bowl to the other. And then we have jingle bells. These are a little fun for uh, children that have mastered the, the other materials because these are round and sometimes they can fall off easily. Um, we have coffee beans, coffee beans. We have glass beads. You can get those at the dollar store in the flower section. We have dry pasta just the, the, the noodles, the elbow noodles, the dry pasta. I don't know if you can see them. Um, so feel free to give me feedback as you um, hear all these kinds. And these are not limited. These are not your only options, but I'm just giving you some, just to kind of get your wheels turning. You don't necessarily have to go and go shopping for these. You can use beans, lima beans. You can even use uh, uncooked rice or cooked rice if you have younger children and you want to present something edible for them. Now. I want to get super quick into the discussion as to why you want to give the younger children something edible. I know that there might be a little bit of a discussion about, you know, a little bit of pushback in terms of some people saying, well, you don't play with your food. Well, this is not play. Boom. This is not play. This is work. And they are learning how to live their lives independently. And one of the things that they have to learn is how to transfer food, right? When they're serving themselves, that's part of the independence. So that's a transferring activity, right? So if they're serving themselves pasta, they're serving themselves cereal or rice or something, they will need that skill to learn to transfer the food as they're serving themselves from a container to their plate or to their bowl. So I don't subscribe to that belief that um, you cannot use edible items or food items for transferring activities, uh, but it is up to you. Uh, so no judgment here. And so anyway, you're going to pick one, just one. You're not going to present all of these to a child all at once. You're going to pick one, the easiest one that you think that the child will use. So we're not going into the hand as a tool today. I'm actually showing you external tools because you know that with the hand, you use the whole hand grip or you use the pincer grip, right? So we're just going to move past that. Once you're going to be presenting the work, you will have the two bowls on a tray and whatever tool you want the child to learn uh, to use. And then one of the bowls will be empty and the other bowl is going to have some of these materials to be transferred from that one to the empty container. So let's get into the tools part now. 
So the first tool, let me show you the next slide. There you go. Okay, so number one is spoons. You can use different kinds of spoons depending on what the, the material, the transferring material will be. So you can have small child-sized spoons like this. I have this one, my children particularly love this one. It's a bamboo spoon. So we use this one for transferring as well. It's a little flat, so you have to be careful to know that this might take a little bit more skill to use. Uh, we also have ladles. There's another bamboo ladle. And then we can also have the, I didn't bring it here today, but we have those slotted spoons that have the prongs on the sides, like for pasta. You can also use that one. They have child-sized ones at the 99 cent store. And so you can use any of those depending on what material you're going to be using. So make sure that you practice it first. Make sure that the child is able to be successful before they get started. So you can see a picture of my daughter here. Uh, also, she was in the cover for this uh, training for the show today. And she was transferring some marbles to the tray that you can see on the on the side here, there, so uh, you can choose any transferring tray. You can choose any transferring. You, they can look different. You can see that our trays look different. The one that she's moving the material from to, and that is fine too. So the child will carefully use the dominant hand and pick up the material. There's no rush. It's okay if it's just one at a time. There's no rush of grabbing it all and transferring carefully to the other container without it falling over. And then once all of the materials are transferred over, you don't want to put in too many because then it might frustrate the child. You want them to feel successful. So maybe put, you know, a dozen or two of whatever little materials you have. And then you will switch the bowls. Once the bowl is empty, you will switch them out and the child has the opportunity to transfer again. Now, the fun thing is if the child is, is having a good time and is mastering that skill, feel free to just change the material. So it's the exact same activity, but it's the, it's a different material. Sometimes it might need a different skill set because it's different if you're trying to pick up, um, for example, the erasers with this spoon as opposed to uncooked rice, right? So it's a different skill, different muscles, different movement. So it's the same activity, but the change of material also changes the activity in a way. So that is number one then let me show you number two and that one is tongs you can have different tongs i have several you can go as little as tweezers really if you want to um, but we have tongs they have a, a bit of a flatter surface so there's better grip and then you can go with um, tongs like these that you have in your kitchen. There are child-sized ones at the 99 cent store as well, and they are very helpful. So again, it can be the same activity, but you're changing the tool, which changes the, you know, the, the grip and the way that the child will be focusing on the movement and the transferring. They have to be a little more careful with this one because they have to keep on pinching the entire way until they transfer it all the way through. So it is another interesting set of muscles that they have to focus on. And it's a very, very good thing for them because number one, what does this remind you of? Holding a pencil, right? Pre-writing. So this is going to help children as a pre-writing activity as well to refine their fine motor skills and pre-writing. So as they 
grasp one of the cereals or one of the erasers and then they're moving them over, you can um, help them with their pre-writing without them even knowing. So um, I highly suggest doing spoons first, well, hand, then spoons, and then you go into the tongs. You can find different ones. If you see the ones, the yellow ones that my daughter's using in the picture here in the slide, the, the tip is a little more pointed and that is okay too. So you can find different ones. If the child is um, very skilled and has mastered these more basic tools, you can go and give him tweezers. Give your child tweezers and pick up grains of uncooked rice and see how that goes. That is a fun one, believe it or not. Children actually like the concentration. They're so focused because it's so little. Everything is little. The tweezers are little and the rice is little and they have a really good time with that one most of the time. Just remember, don't give them a huge, huge bowl of rice because then they will take forever and they can get frustrated, right? Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know. How are things going? Have you tried transferring activities? Have you tried the, the hand as a tool, as a whole hand, or as a pincer grip? Have you tried the spoons? Which kinds of spoons? And have you tried the tongs? Before we go into our third one, let me know. Hi, Marcy. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you, Dawn. It is great to have you here. So what do you think? Have you tried these? What are the materials that you have tried? Let me know in comments. I, I would love the feedback. Hi, Hazel. Big, medium, and small spoons, Hazel says. Yes, that is important because they require different muscles, different type of control in the hand. And so trying different size tools as well as different materials create in the same activity a whole different skill set. So it is really good. And it's also easy for you as the Montessori guide because you don't have to continuously think of a million activities. You can use the same activity with different variations. So you're not constantly stressing out about planning a million things all, all at once. So thank you, Hazel, for your feedback. And everybody else, feel free to give me your feedback as well. So number one, we use the whole hand as a tool. We use the pincer grip. And then we have the spoons, different kinds of spoons. This one has been particularly interesting for my children because they have to go so sideways to pick up very sideways. So it's a very controlled movement and I have to make sure that there is a side of this. There is a side that they can um, let the material stop at. So when they're picking it up, it's really, really interesting. And some materials are harder to pick up with the ladle. So there's a reason why ladles are better for liquid, but it is a good skill set to have for children to practice. So here's the macaroni, the elbow macaroni pasta, the dry pasta, it's uncooked. Um, so let's go into the third one. Oh, I see Facebook user. Sometimes um, Facebook doesn't show me the name of the person, but it says, uh, oh yeah, Hazel, you've used chopsticks for older children. Tongs, not yet, but will soon hand different size spoons. Great feedback. Laura, my toddler is 15 months old and he throws everything instead of doing the activity. That means if you haven't taken my workshop and you are not inside the Montessori Way Foundations framework, then um, you might not realize that uh, your toddler might not be ready for this activity. That sensitive period is not yet open. They are just now discovering the, oh, oh, first when they're babies, all they do is grip, right? They just grip 
and they don't let go. So it's really cute when you see the pictures of the newborn grasping onto your finger, right? It's super cute, but it's actually a reflexive movement. So they're grabbing, 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 grabbing. And then when they're older, kind of like your toddler's age, maybe younger, maybe older, um, they realize that they can also let go. Oh my goodness, I can let go. So all of a sudden they grab something, a handful of something and they let go and it's fun. And it's frustrating for us, but it's a great discovery for them because they're discovering the power that they have with these tools that they were born with. So let him continue to explore, but then every once in a while present him with this activity and demonstrate for him. So they will know how it works. You say, okay, you will let go, but you will let go here in this bowl, not everywhere. So you will grab and then move it over and let go. One really good activity for this is if you just take a, a piece of um, tin foil, aluminum foil, and ball it up into a loose ball, and you create several, and you have the child use their entire hand to grip one ball and then transfer it over to another bowl and letting go. And then they grab the other uh, tin foil ball and move it over. And it's something very inexpensive, something that you already have at home, simple, easy, um, just uh, keep supervising them. Thank you for listening to the show. Stay tuned for more. Have you been wondering how to go about doing Montessori successfully or learn more about this wonderful method? Are you lost when it comes to planning Montessori lessons and know how to help children with this wonderful method? Are you constantly doubting yourself, not being sure you're presenting the lessons correctly to a child no matter what subject it is? Are you ready to become a centered organized Montessori guide and nurture happy normalized children? What about loving the idea to know how to create smooth successful Montessori days? Let me introduce you to the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, a six-month journey to a firm foundation in the Montessori method. Visit us at thenaturalhomeschool.com slash T-M-W-F-F. And you guessed it, we have the chopsticks. So I have several chopsticks here to show you. I have several sets that we have used right here. So we have moved from step one, which I, I call it step one, but really, I mean, it's just anything. These tongs, are the, these chopsticks are the ones that I um, purchased for my children and they have really loved these. So you will put your hand right into this rubber, put your hand right there, and it makes the grip so much easier. And what does this remind you of? Holding what? A pencil. So it's also a pre-writing activity. Not only will they control the, the hold, but they will control the movement, right? Of what they're doing with this. So this has been really helpful for my children. Uh, you can slide these up and down. You can slide the rubber up and down. I can give you the brand. It looks like it's a Japanese brand and it's been super helpful for my children. So I personally like these. I can put the link to it after the training if you're interested. So just say yes, interested and I'll let you know. Then if you go to any teppanyaki restaurant, any um, Chinese food or Asian food restaurant and you have children with you, they give you these little additions. These are just the regular wooden chopsticks that they give you at all Asian restaurants. And then these are little plastic um, things that you just slip the the chopsticks in and it helps to keep that that um, pressure on so it helps and these are thinner obviously you can tell these are plastic these are plastic 
and then this is rubber. It's very soft and it's bendy. So it makes it very comfortable for children. And so then they graduate from that one to this one. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Alejandra. So you're welcome, Laura. So then they graduate to this one with the little um, holder here. And then eventually they graduate to the regular chopsticks. And then they will learn how to hold them and be able to uh, manipulate them with their index finger as they want to grab things with the little teeny tiny tip. So this is very complicated, but it's definitely one of the last tools that you will have your children ages three to six try. Um, I would not recommend that you start with chopsticks because it can be pretty frustrating for children. I would definitely start with the whole hand, pincer grip, then move to the spoons, then the tongs, including tweezers. If you can graduate them all the way down to tweezers, that would be great. And then the last one would be the chopsticks because those are a little bit tougher and it needs more concentration and all of that. But I will tell you, when I went to China, there were two-year-olds eating the rice with chopsticks, just the plain chopsticks, no help, no little um, clips to help them, just regular chopsticks like this. And they were, they just put the bowl really close to their mouth and they just push it up, push it up, push it up. So this is going to be um, a really good activity for, for example, you can buy those sponges at the dollar store and you cut them up into uh, long strips or squares. So they're not too small. You don't want them to start using these chopsticks with rice. You want them to start with bigger pieces and then graduate to the smaller pieces, okay? So you, you use the exact same transferring activity, but you change the tools and you change the materials and they can create dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of different um, activities, but it's the same base activity. It just focuses on different muscles, different concentration, different um, pre-writing and all of that. So I hope that this lesson has helped and I am going to uh, share with you a link to a post and I'm going to copy it and also put it in this uh, recording so you can go and find uh, more information about the fine motor skills and the transferring activity if you wanted to visit my uh, blog for more information. You will also see an activity where I had if you scroll down in this link, you will see the activity where I use the slotted spoon with the prongs, the, the pasta one, and the child was getting these glass beads out of flour. So they were scooping out, shaking like this, so all the flour would fall off and then transferring. So that's another activity with spoons that you can use. So you will get some ideas in this link. I will share it as well as the link to this uh, kind of chopstick setup, which is really, really nice for children. So um, let me know what you think, your takeaways. Let me know how you like this. You're welcome, Facebook user. Somebody said, great, thanks, Tanya. Um, but it, Facebook won't tell me who it is. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I see people's names and sometimes Facebook doesn't show me. So anyway, thank you so very much. I have to go uh, do my other training right now, but I want to thank you so much for being here and invite your friends that might be interested in watching this presentation and uh, hopefully it will help them. So let me know if you're trying this today, what you're trying it with, what your tool and your material with, will be and feel free to share pictures too. Oh, okay, Elaine, I see you. You're welcome. It was very nice to have you here. All right, so let me know and feel free to share pictures of your setup, your transferring activity with your tray, all right? So I will see you soon, bye. 
I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.